0: Welcome to Old City Hall. You are in the visitor's area at the back of a courtroom. You entered through large double doors that open into the 45-foot by 39-foot courtroom that has white-painted walls and hardwood floors. The walls are trimmed with wood wainscoting and crown molding. The left and right walls of the courtroom have three 11-foot-tall by 5-foot-wide windows, each with an arched top and a carved wooden keystone. The trim in the courtroom is painted beige and brown. Ten feet forward from the entrance is a 36-inch high railing that spans the width of the room and separates the visitor's area from the rest of the courtroom. Visitors are not allowed beyond this railing. Above the visitor's area is a balcony supported by two 10-inch wide pillars. Centered on the wall in the front of the courtroom is a curved bay with three 11-foot tall windows, each with an arched top and a carved wooden keystone. In the bay is a 25-foot-long platform with a railing in front and four steps on either side. On both sides of the bay are light-brown painted wooden doors beneath smaller windows that are trimmed like the larger windows. Centered on the platform in the bay is the judge's bench, an 18-foot by 2-foot wooden table with six black leather upholstered chairs. The chief justice's chair is in the center and is significantly larger than the others. Ink stands, quills, books, paper, and candles in brass holders are on top of the long table. On the left, between the judge's bench and the visitor's area where you are, is a large jury box. It is a sloped, white, ten-foot by nine-foot, three-tiered enclosure with wooden benches and forty-inch high walls with wall caps that are painted brown. On the floor directly in front of the judge's bench is the witness stand. The witness stand sits on a 15-inch-high rectangular platform with 49-inch-high painted wood walls on three sides. The witness enters the stand from the left side of the room. To the right of the witness stand are the clerk's desk and the marshal's table. The clerk's desk is a small, wide writing desk with a spindle-back chair facing to the left. On the top of the desk are a candle, inkstand, quill, and papers. The drop-leaf marshal's table has a spindle-back wood chair also facing left. A large book, a ballot box, and an inkstand sit atop the table. Centered a few feet in front of the judge's bench is the attorney's table. It is a six-foot by four-foot wooden table topped with inkstands, quills, and papers tied together with red ribbons. Five wooden spindle-back chairs surround the table. Between the attorney's table and the visitor's area is the defendant's box and the sheriff's chair. The defendant's box is a little left of center. It sits on an eight-inch high rectangular platform facing the front of the courtroom and is enclosed by a 40-inch high painted wood wall. The gate to enter the box faces the back of the courtroom. The sheriff's chair is about four feet to the right of the defendant's box. It is a wooden spindle-back chair on an open seven-inch high, three-foot by three-foot platform. Along the right wall, between two windows, is a seven foot tall wooden cabinet with doors. A few feet from the cabinet is a two foot by four foot wooden table with a dark ceramic pitcher, green wine bottle, drinking glasses, and white napkins on top. Moving to the back of the courtroom, there is a stone fireplace on both the left and right walls. Welcome to the House chamber in Congress Hall. You entered the House chamber from Independence Square. Double doors open into the large rectangular chamber that is 46 feet deep and 78 feet wide with a 20-foot-high ceiling. It has white painted walls and a carpeted floor. The wall behind you, at the back of the chamber, has four windows. Above the doors through which you entered is a bust of Benjamin Franklin. On your left is a wall with a bay with three tall arched windows. All of the windows in the chamber are 11 feet tall by 5 feet wide with green blinds and topped with green valances. Across the room, directly in front of you, is a wall with six similar windows. Centered five feet in front of the wall is the raised speaker's platform. An arched wood panel forms the back of the platform. Along the front and sides of the platform is a white railing. There are four steps on either side with ropes at the top of each staircase blocking access to the platform. On the platform is a three-foot square table covered in green fabric with an inkstand and two brass candlesticks holding white candles. Behind the table is an upholstered black leather chair with armrests and a high back with curved edges. In front of the speaker's platform, two desks with chairs sit side-by-side. Each desk is covered with green cloth and has two brass candlesticks and an inkstand resting on top. Three tiers of long tables form a wide U-shape around the platform to seat 106 representatives. There is 15 feet of empty floor between the first tier of long tables and the speaker's platform. Each tier is accessed separately off the center aisle. There is one step up for the second tier of tables and two steps up for the third tier. The tables are a dark mahogany wood and each seat is a black leather upholstered chair. The tables are framed by a four-foot high wood wall on the left, right and rear of the chamber. There is a center aisle through the tiers of tables, which is where you entered. There is an additional aisle through the tiers on your left and another one on your right. When you exit the chamber, you will pass under a balcony supported by two columns. There is a step down as you exit the house chamber into the front hall. Congress Hall Staircase You step down into the front hall from the house chamber. The building's north door is directly in front of you, facing Chestnut Street, with two arched windows on either side. To the left and right of the exit are four-foot-wide, steep staircases leading up to the second floor. Each staircase consists of 17 steps that run along the front wall up to a landing that spans the sidewall, and then another 17 steps that run up the back wall to the second floor. On the second floor landing is a six-foot-long bench that visitors may sit on. The bench is located below an almost floor-to-ceiling window on the front wall. Centered opposite the bench is a 50-foot-long hallway leading to the Senate chamber. There are four rooms off the hallway as you proceed to the Senate chamber. On the right is the Joint Committee Room, with two entrances about 18 feet apart, and the West Committee Room, with one entrance. On the left is the Senate Secretary's Office, with two entrances about 18 feet apart, and the East Committee Room, with one entrance. The hallway ends at a step up through a double door that leads to the Senate chamber. East Committee Room You are in a 6 foot by 4 foot visitor's area enclosed by a 37 inch high metal railing, front and right, located at the back left corner of this 18 by 18 foot square room. Visitors are not allowed beyond the railing. The room has white painted walls and a 15 foot high ceiling with crown molding. On the wall to your left is a near life-size portrait of King Louis XVI, which dominates the room. It is framed in gold and occupies almost the entire space between the chair rail molding and the ceiling. The King stands, looking to his left, wearing a large flowing robe. Moving clockwise from the portrait, in the front left corner of the room, is a door that opens out into the Senate Secretary's office. On the front wall, opposite from you, are two windows with green blinds and draped red swags, flanking a gray marble fireplace with candles and brass holders at the corners of the mantel. Above the fireplace is a gold frame print of George Washington, encircled by interlocking state seals. In the center of the wall to your right is a doorway with a 38-inch high metal railing that enters into the Senate chamber. Above the door is a balcony with a spindled railing. Stairs from the balcony curve down into the room to your right along the back wall. In the center of the room is a table surrounded by eight red spindleback chairs. The table is covered with green cloth. On top are documents, writing tools, and two brass candlesticks. The Joint Committee Room You are in a 6-foot by 4-foot visitor's area enclosed by a 37-inch high metal railing, front and left, located at the back right corner of this 28-foot by 18-foot room. Visitors are not allowed beyond the railing. The room has white painted walls and a 15-foot high ceiling with crown molding. To your left is another visitor's area, about 20 feet away at the back left corner of the room. On the wall to your left hangs a 4-foot by 4-foot map of North and South Carolina with the Indian frontiers. In front of the map is a single green spindled back chair and a wooden desk, topped with green fabric, papers, and an inkstand. At the front corner of the left wall is a door that opens into the room. Next to the door on the wall is a 3 foot by 3 foot map of the United States with a round wall clock next to it. Below the map is a 5 foot by 3 foot wooden table set with drinking glasses, pitchers and napkins. To the left of this table is a shorter small table with a vertical wooden box for storing clay pipes and tobacco. On the front wall opposite you are two windows with green blinds and draped red swags flanking a gray marble fireplace with candles in brass holders at the corners of the mantel. In the right front corner, facing the center of the room on a diagonal, is a two-foot by three-foot wooden desk and chair with books and papers. On the wall to your right is a four-foot square map of the United States. Below this map is a six-foot long wooden bench with a rounded back. In the center of the room is a 4-foot by 6-foot table with 10 green spindle back chairs. Books, papers, and writing tools are on top of the table. The Senate Chamber. You entered through double doors at the rear of the chamber. The chamber is a 46-foot by 31-foot room with a 15-foot high ceiling. It has deep green walls and a wood floor mostly covered by a large ornate rug. There are nine 9-foot-tall nine by 5-foot-wide windows, each with green blinds and draped with red swags. You are at the back of the chamber. Above you is the visitor's gallery, supported by a row of four columns standing eight feet from the back wall. Between the columns, velvet rope barriers span the width of the room. Visitors are not allowed beyond the barriers. Across the room in the front of the chamber is a curved bay with three windows. At the center of the bay is a two-step raised platform with a white railing. On the platform sits the three-foot-square desk of the President of the Senate. The desk has a green-draped tablecloth with two brass candlesticks on top and a red-leather upholstered chair with armrests and a high back with curved edges. In front of the platform to the left is the Senate Secretary's desk with a red-leather chair. Spanning the middle of the room are 32 wooden slant-top desks with red-leather armchairs in two rows arranged in a semicircle facing the President of the Senate's platform. Each desk has an inkstand and a quill. Some desks also have a single candle and a brass holder. The woven rug covering the floor has the Great Seal of the United States at the center. The seal is surrounded by 13 interlocking rings, each containing a state seal. A 14th ring, at the bottom of the circle, is slightly smaller and contains the symbols for liberty and justice. There are geometric tan, peach, and brown shapes that create a frame around the Great Seal of the United States. On the ceiling, above the President of the Senate's platform, is a mural painting of an eagle with its wings outstretched, clutching a shield and an olive branch in one talon, and arrows in the other. In the center of the ceiling is a raised plaster medallion in a floral and starburst pattern, surrounded by a ring of grapevine. There is a step down when exiting the chamber to the hallway. The Senate Secretary's Office. You are in the doorway at the back left corner of this 28 foot by 18 foot room with white painted walls and a 15 foot high ceiling with crown molding. A 37 inch high metal railing is across the doorway. Visitors are not allowed beyond the railing. Against the wall to your left is a wooden cabinet on tall 3 foot high legs. On the front wall directly opposite you is a red spindle back chair below a two-foot by three-foot wall-mounted box with three shelves of brass candle holders. Moving right along the front wall are two windows with green blinds flanking a grey marble fireplace. There is a four-foot by four-foot map of North America above the wood mantel. Farther down the front wall rests the secretary's desk. It is a two-foot by five-foot desk with a red leather chair on the wall side of the desk and a red spindleback chair on the room side of the desk. On top of the desk are books, stacks of paper tied with red ribbons, and a brass candlestick with a white candle. In the right front corner of the room is a door that opens into the room. To your right is a 7-foot-tall white-painted bookcase, standing perpendicular to the back wall and extending 6 feet into the room. The bookcase has five shelves that are partially covered by green cloth drapes. At the end of the bookcase, a wooden paper press sits on top of a small table. Between you and the bookcase is a green fabric-covered desk with a red spindle back chair. On the desktop are a wooden box, a candle and a brass holder, an inkstand and quill, loose papers, and papers tied with red ribbon. Directly in front of you is a slant-topped writing desk topped with several stacks of paper tied with red ribbons. West Committee Room You are in a six-foot by four-foot visitor's area enclosed by a 36-inch high metal railing, front and left, located at the back-right corner of this 18-square-foot room. The room has white painted walls and a 15-foot high ceiling with crown molding. Visitors are not allowed beyond the railing. In the center of the left wall is a doorway with a 38-inch high metal railing that enters into the Senate chamber. On both sides of the door are two seven-foot-tall by three-foot-wide bookcases with green cloth drapes that partially cover the six shelves lined with books. On the front wall, opposite from you, are two windows with green blinds and draped red swags flanking a grey marble fireplace with candles in brass holders at the corners of the mantel. In the front right corner of the room is a door that opens out into the joint committee room. On the wall to your right, is a near life-size portrait of Queen Marie Antoinette, which dominates the room. It is framed in gold and occupies almost the entire space between the chair rail molding and the ceiling. The queen sits on an upholstered chair, resting her left arm on a red pillow that sits on a red cloth-draped table with flowers. She wears a blue waistcoat with a long back over a white full-length dress. In the center of the room is a table surrounded by eight red spindled back chairs. The table is covered with green cloth. On top are numerous books, writing tools, and two brass candlesticks. Committee of the Assembly Chamber. You are in an eight foot by six foot visitors area with a 41 inch high railing along the left, front, and right. Visitors are not allowed beyond the railing. You're in a 34 foot by 20 foot, mostly white room with deep golden yellow trim. To your left, against the back wall, is a large rack holding two rows of muskets stored vertically. Below the racked muskets are cartridge boxes hanging from leather shoulder straps. The wall to your left is covered with raised wood paneling painted a deep golden yellow and has a marble fireplace in the center, flanked by closed doors. Above the fireplace is a three-foot by five-foot map of the eastern half of North America. In front of the left door is a three-foot by five-foot wooden table with three chairs. Scattered items on the table include a musket, a bayonet, musket balls, small powder kegs, flint, and other supplies. In front of the right door is a 36-inch round wooden table with three legs and three chairs. Books, an inkwell, a quill, and candles and holders are on top of a green tablecloth. Along the front wall, directly across from you, are three 10-foot-tall by 6-foot-wide windows with blue window treatments. In front of the left and right windows are four foot long wooden benches. A bookcase with glass doors on the top is between the left and center windows, and a grandfather clock is between the center and right windows. The right wall has closed doors at each end. Along the wall between the two doors is a four door wire mesh covered bookcase with five shelves. Colorful square boxes are stacked on top, and books, small boxes with lids, weapons, and other items fill the shelves. In front of the bookcase is a rectangular wooden table covered with green fabric and six wooden chairs with woven seats. An inkwell with a single quill sits in the center of the table. Along the back wall to your right is another four-door wire-meshed covered bookcase with five shelves. Colorful square boxes are stacked on top and triangular-shaped boxes, small boxes with lids and other items fill the shelves. Governor's Council Chamber You have entered the governor's council chamber through a double door opening off the square hall at the top of the stairs. You are in the visitor's area in the back of the room. The 20-foot by 38-foot room is mostly white with deep golden yellow trim. About 6 feet from the back wall is a 40-inch high metal railing that spans the width of the room. Visitors are not allowed beyond the railing. In the center of the room is a 12-foot by 15-foot area rug under a large, polished wooden table with seating for eight. At the center of the table are six silver candlesticks with white candles. Along the left wall are three 10-foot-tall by 6-foot-wide windows with blue window treatments. Hanging on the wall between the left and middle windows is a 3-foot-tall by 2-foot-wide wooden cabinet with an ornate top. Between the middle and right windows is a secretary-style writing desk, topped by a four-foot-tall bookcase with mirrored panel doors. A chair sits in front of the drop-leaf writing surface, which holds books, inkwell, quill, and candles and holders. The front wall, directly across from you, is covered with raised wood paneling, painted a deep golden yellow, and has a marble fireplace in the center, flanked by closed doors. Above the fireplace is a portrait of William Penn founder of Pennsylvania. In front of the fireplace is a three-foot by four-foot wooden table with a white tablecloth set for tea and two upholstered light blue chairs. The wall on the right has a grandfather clock in the front right corner. To the right of the clock are two globes on a two-foot by five-foot dark wood table. Above the table on the wall is a four-foot by five-foot portrait of Pennsylvania proprietor Thomas Penn. At the center of the right wall are open double doors to the long gallery, with a 40-inch high metal railing across the opening, blocking passage. Between the doorway and the visitor's area on the right wall is a four-section cabinet with drawers on the bottom and glass doors on top enclosing shelves filled with books and other items. In front of this cabinet is a transit instrument. Approximately six feet tall, this surveyor's tool consists of a brass and black telescope resting on top of a wooden tripod. Welcome to Independence Hall. You entered through the north entrance with Chestnut Street behind you. You are in a 20 foot by 41 foot vestibule facing south. It has wood paneled walls painted off white with a 20 foot high ceiling. On the right, four columns create three open passageways to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court chamber. On the left, in the center of the wall, a double door entryway opens into the assembly room. Moving forward is a grand entryway. The entryway contains the south entrance to the building and a seven-foot-wide staircase traveling clockwise around the entryway to the second floor. The raised-paneled woodwork around the staircase is painted blue. The 37-foot-high entryway ceiling is open to the floor above, with a 15-foot-tall palladian window visible from the ground floor. Welcome to Independence Hall. You entered through the south entrance and are in a 28-foot-by-28-foot grand entryway facing north, toward Chestnut Street. The 37-foot-high ceiling is open to the floor above, with a 15-foot-tall palladian window visible from the ground floor above the south entrance. On your right is a 7-foot-wide staircase traveling clockwise around the entryway to the second floor. The raised-paneled woodwork around the staircase is painted blue. Moving forward is a 20-foot by 41-foot vestibule where the north entrance to the building is located. It has wood-paneled walls painted off-white with a 20-foot-high ceiling. In the north vestibule on your left, four columns create three open passageways to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court chamber. On the right, in the center of the wall, a double door entryway opens into the assembly room. Independence Hall Staircase You are on a seven foot wide staircase with three landings with dark wood railings and blue painted balusters that travel clockwise around the entryway to the second floor. Raised paneled woodwork around the staircase and windows is painted blue. The second landing is 6 feet wide and 28 feet long, spanning the entire width of the wall. On your left is a 6 foot wide by 15 foot tall palladian window with an arched central section, flanked by two 3 foot by 9 foot pane windows. Continue up 16 steps to the third landing and then continue clockwise and up 5 more steps to the second floor. An arched entryway to the second floor rooms is on the left. The arched entryway opens to a square hall at the center of the floor. To the left is the entrance to the governor's council chamber. To the right is a closed door and a long spindle-backed bench that visitors may sit on. Next to the bench is a staircase leading up to the tower. A rope blocks off entry to the staircase. Moving forward, the hall opens into the long gallery. The Assembly Room You are in a 40-foot by 44-foot room with white walls, gray-painted trim, and wide-planked wood floors. The side walls are trimmed with gray wood wainscoting and crown molding, with white-painted plaster in between. Three 10-foot-tall by 5-foot-wide windows on the left and right walls have green window treatments. You are in the visitor's area at the back of the room. About 10 feet from the back wall is a 36-inch high wood railing that spans the width of the room. Visitors are not allowed beyond this railing. The front wall consists entirely of gray-painted wood paneling, featuring four 15-inch-wide fluted columns. There are closed doors at each corner obscured by privacy screens that have four panels and green coverings. At the center of the front wall, between two marble fireplaces, is a 12-inch high platform with a wooden table and chair. At the top center of the chair back is a half-circle design with carved eyes and nose. Lines, like sun rays, radiate out from the half circle. A liberty pole and cap are carved above the sun. The four-foot-by-six-foot table is covered with green fabric. On top are books, papers, a silver inkstand, writing quills, and white candles in brass candle holders. To the left of the platform is the secretary's desk, a three-foot-by-four-foot table covered with green fabric and two wooden chairs. The table and chairs face into the room. Two rows of 3-foot by 4-foot wooden tables covered with green fabric form a semicircle facing the front table. There are 13 tables in all. Two or more wooden chairs are at each table with papers, books, inkstands, quills, some personal items, and candles in holders on the tabletops. Hanging from the center of the ceiling is a 12-candle cut-glass chandelier. The long gallery You have entered the long gallery through a 6-foot by 12-foot arched opening on the rear wall. This 100-foot by 20-foot room is painted white with blue trim and has a 16-foot high ceiling. Along the front north wall, overlooking Chestnut Street, are nine 10-foot tall by 6-foot wide windows with red valances and window treatments. Opposite you, along the front wall, are three tables arranged end-to-end to form one long banquet table and draped with white tablecloths. The table is set with grey pewter plates and brass candlesticks. There are three spindle-back chairs at the center table under the windows. The walls at left and right are painted blue with fluted columns and raised wood paneling, and each has a marble fireplace in the center. In front of the fireplace, on the right wall, is a roped-off area with two chairs and a harpsichord, a piano-like instrument. Along the wall behind you are a number of framed maps of the colonies and two portraits of colonial administrators. There are benches along the front and back walls where visitors can sit. Six brass chandeliers, each with seven candles, hang in the center of the ceiling in a row along the gallery. There are doors from this gallery that lead to two adjoining rooms. 30 feet to your right, along the back wall, is a doorway to the committee of the assembly chamber. A door to the governor's council chamber is 30 feet to your left. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court chamber, You are in the visitor's area at the back of a 39-foot by 40-foot courtroom. The decorative wood-paneled walls and crown molding are painted a deep golden yellow. The 20-foot high ceiling is white. The left and right walls each have three 10-foot tall by 6-foot wide windows. Moving forward about 15 feet is a 36-inch high wooden railing that spans the width of the room and separates the visitor's area from the rest of the courtroom. Visitors are not allowed beyond this railing. Across the front of the room is a five-foot-deep platform. On the left, six steps lead to the platform. Centered on the platform is the judge's bench, an 18-foot-long table with three wood-spindled back chairs behind a painted knee wall. On top of the table are books, inkstands, quills, and candles and holders. On the front wall, centered between two windows, is a four-foot-by-four-foot painting of the Pennsylvania State Seal. Above the seal, a top crown molding, is a 24-inch golden statue of a female figure representing justice. On either side of the windows are closed doors. Moving toward the center of the room, on the left, in front of the platform, is the witness stand. It sits on a rectangular platform with a waist-high painted wood wall on three sides. Abutting its right wall is a small table and chair. In the center of the room, about three feet in front of the platform, is the oval lawyer's table, covered in green cloth and surrounded by seven wooden chairs. Papers, books, and candles and holders are on the tabletop. On the right, in front of the platform, is another small table and chair, which is directly in front of the trial jury box. The trial jury box is a 10-foot square, three-tiered enclosure that faces left into the courtroom with wooden benches and 40-inch high wood walls. In the center of the room, in front of the railing, and slightly to the left, is a wooden bench and chair. To their right is the defendant's box. It sits on a 5-inch-high rectangular platform surrounded by 40-inch-high metal bars. Along the left and right walls at the back of the courtroom are the grand jury boxes, 12-foot by 10-foot, 4-tiered enclosures with wooden benches and 40-inch-high wood walls. This concludes the description.